This show is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com. Welcome to I Shouldn't Have to Say This, the podcast where we discuss topics we believe requires critical and nuanced thinking. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at saythiscast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at saythiscast or go to saythiscast.com to hear previous episodes. Hey, party podcast people. It's been a minute. If you've forgotten, my name is Nicole, and I'm joined here today by my co-host, Jonro. Hello. And we're going to talk about who to light up about the present COVID situation, which is serious, and Omicron is not something that you just want to catch haphazardly and will probably lead to the collapse of this country, which is not something that I'm going to talk about in this episode. For now, (laughs) we're going to talk about who do we blame for going out and taking risks that are causing COVID to spread in the way that it is. Essentially, the bar is open and people are in it. So who's at fault? The bar, the government, or the people? I have my answer. What's yours, genre? Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean <laughs> uh, the the government for fucking up like uh like how we are actually taking care of the the pandemic because they it's clear that it it sh- that this isn't the way that things should be handled the bar owner partially because they're creating a space to spread a disease and the people because they know there's a disease and they're still going out. I'm more, uh, I would, if I had to choose one, it would be the government because they are the ones with the power to actually make things better for everybody. Like immediate, like right now they could do that, but they just won't. Cause I know the, the bartender or the bar owner needs to make money because that's our society. And the the people a lot of people are dumb and they don't think things through so we were having this discussion on uh on twitter um if you like sometimes this happens like follow me at press start lock and follow uh rick at um at jack of three trades three is in the number yes um but yeah it's Like, if I had to choose one, it's the government because the government has the most power to make things better, and they aren't. It's just an actual choice of what they're they're choosing to do. Yeah. Pisses me off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I am am annoyed at people that know that there is a pandemic and, uh, like, no, and they say, nah, I'm just going to party or whatever. They're just going to go out and drink in packed bars. Let's just do that. Yeah. I think for me, this entire conversation, like for me, the government is at fault. Everything stems Mm. from the government. I don't know if I like fuck everybody involved. Get fucked. You are a bastard and I do hate you plus ratio. (laughs) I I fucking hate them. But the government is the rotten core, which everything is uh, dribbling out of slowly. That's a mental image. And that is because, as you said, the government has the ability to make things better and doesn't. But also because the... Well, actually, it's it's just that. Um, I think that people are being asked right now, by and large, to risk their lives 
to keep the economy churning. People are essentially being fed in like raw materials into the economy to generate productivity, their health and well-being be damned. You know what? It's like chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. Like actual meat getting thrown into a, a processor and, and and barely edible paste gets like pooped out and made into chicken nuggets, which are then fried so it is more edible. Like yeah. the cheapest way to make this food to get to get the worst kind of food which we all still eat and uh it's just destroying all like it it just sucks all the joy out of, out yeah. of the original there, people there will be no united states to fight over at this rate of covid if a third of people get long covid which we're not sure the extent of the damage yet cuz it's been 2 years and it's long covid long-term thing yeah then potentially we're talking about the loss of not only the people who have just dead ass died of covid but that one third of survivors who will now go forward and be disabled maybe then to be reinfected with covid at some point and die from it because now they're disabled or just to exist in society and not have the energy or the ability to care for themselves. It really feels like a lot of things are mounting. Um, but it's for that reason that I don't feel that called on personally to spend a bunch of time talking about people as a unit doing things that are risky. Because mm -hmm. as I said on Twitter, people are being asked to go to work and to risk their fucking lives to to get a fucking paycheck and most people fucking hate their jobs the only reason why america isn't constantly like on fire literally is because people can do things to let off steam and do things that they fucking enjoy people are being asked to go and risk their fucking lives for a paycheck for a job that they fucking hate mm -hmm. and then they're being told, well, it's not safe enough for you to go to the bar or it's not safe enough for you to see your family, even though you haven't seen them in two years. And it's not safe enough to do all these things. Well, that's actually not what they're being told by the government right now, because the government has given up on the possibility that we have a future. Right. But during December, when people were encouraging you not to travel before Omicron came up and we decided, fuck it, people were saying, well, no, fuck you, because I haven't seen my family and you make me go work at the fucking grocery store and you say that that's safe or that's an acceptable risk, but it's not an acceptable risk for me to go see my fucking family, which honestly makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, it's stupid because none of it's safe. You shouldn't see your family and you shouldn't be forced to stand in the fucking grocery store so people can buy chicken nudie soup. Like, fuck that. <laughs> I don't care. Um, but people are nudie saying, soup. well, if I have to go to the grocery store, then I will go see my family because that's the only way I can stay sane enough to survive the rest of my life. And that seems to be the logic that a lot of people are. This conversation is so outdated. Like, just in the last couple of weeks, nobody's saying stay home. Nobody's saying quarantine. Nobody's saying any of this shit anymore. <laughs> and we are we are recording uh, on 
January 11th right now. This this episode won't come out for a couple weeks now. Yeah, I so feel... So who knows what's going on in a couple weeks yeah, after Jesus this fucking, is released. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, at the time, people were discussing what it's like to be told, go to work, but also don't go see your family. Yeah. The fact that we've even given up on that is really, really upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. I, the the logic that people are using, and I I completely understand what you're saying. The uh, like you're asking me to work, so that uh, but you're asking me not to like live life other than work. Like this is this is kind of the uh, what's the word the um the the logical extension of just how our society treats work. Like, what they really want is for us to just work, then go home and shut down, and then go to work again, because that would be the most profitable thing to do, like, other than buy products and stuff. But the the the, the, the logic, the, the problem with the logic there is you are being forced to work, but you, I know that it's hard to not go out and see people, trust me, but... You shouldn't be working and you shouldn't be going out to see people. So one of those is out of your hands. You cannot choose to not work because there is no way to do that. You can choose to go see your family or not, mm-hmm. which is which is the the thing that I keep coming back to. Like the the fact that, no, you don't like nobody has the choice not to work unless you can afford it. And most people can't afford that. But you can choose not to go to a crowded place in addition to being at work to yeah. minimize the the amount that it's being spread and that's when i like i've stopped like i never really did but i stopped like getting actually angry about that sort of thing because like giving up like it's like it's going to happen there's nothing i can do about it and it's just making me pent up more than than anything so i just keep my mouth shut but um, this is th- this actually reminds me about our uh, uh, our society's approach to environmentalism. Everything is we should get electric cars. We should recycle more. Everybody should recycle more. Get um, stop overusing things. Stop throwing away things. But when, God forbid we build a train. Yeah, God forbid. Yeah, you like take your bike to work instead of the car carpool instead of saying we're going to make actual public transportation and we are going to legislate the hundred companies or however much that are contributing to most of the damage to the environment like it's not it's not that we're not throwing enough cans in the recycler this recycle place words it's that there's like cruise ships going all over the place and and whore and destroying the ocean you know but since there's no since the people that should be doing stuff aren't then it falls to us to do it which sucks but that's the that's the reality of it you know no (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) groups of people act really fucking dumb no matter what you do you could you could like scream for a thousand (laughs) years and like people will do whatever they're allowed to do like i said that's why i'm not being angry anymore but i'm just saying like that's not even i don't even think that that's a helpful thought like what what i was saying on twitter because i don't even think that like it it doesn't help anything it's not a helpful attitude right now Mm. if the government allows people to to go to the fucking bar 
because they want the bar to be open, um, then people are going to go to the fucking bar because their lives are bleak as shit. It's kind of like, and I think that it's actually worse than the environmentalism issue because mm-hmm. the government has power there. Um, but we're talking about like just dead ass slaughtering a ton of people right now in front of our eyes. Climate change is close, but our individual actions can move us slightly towards things. But I feel like the numbers will be similar covid wise whether people are um well essentially it's like if they want to keep the economy open and the bar is open then obviously they want you in the bar else the bar couldn't be open um and people are also being told that it's completely safe if you have a fucking vaccine because our administration is currently uh, knowingly downplaying the severity <laughs> of this fucking virus to keep the economy open. And people yeah. are lemmings. People have been raised in the United States to really value and be deferential towards uh, systems of power. The government is completely and totally 100% in control of what people think is safe right now in most situations. Um, so if the government said this is open, the CDC says that if you can go to work, if you're asymptomatic, because we have to keep the fucking hospital open, people aren't hearing the part where it's they can't keep the hospital open if people aren't going in while they're asymptomatic, which is also leading to more infections and probably not worth it. They just hear the part where I like asymptomatic no big deal i think that that's a lot of it is that the government is saying this is safe even if there are like thirty thousand reasons why that's not true and they're all publicly available the cdc is still saying it so people still agree with it it's kind of like when the cdc cut down the quarantine time for essential workers because they're afraid of the entire economy collapsing People right. who are not in essential jobs said, well, I can I only need to quarantine for five days. No, the fuck you don't like <laughs> everybody needs to quarantine for 10 days. The United States has taken a brain dead approach to trying to keep the hospitals open. The right yeah. move, by the way, would be to sh- to close every business except for the hospital, by the way, just so and you pay, know, and just, just reduce give us money. Yeah, pay people to stay at home. Reduce the amount of community transitions so the hospital can cycle in their sick fucking workers like normally without being overloaded by both like a ton of community transmission because they also have to go to the grocery store and they're also engaged in a somewhat normal lifestyle by and large because they are also workers who are being asked to risk their fucking lives every day so you'll excuse them if they want to take a drink. But it's just... There's absolutely zero mitigation taking place in any part of society right now. Actually, you know, maybe I will traipse into what I'm going to talk about on the next episode because, like, everything is going to be very, very, very outdated (laughs) by the time that this is airing. But I really feel like people are acting really dumb when they call this Omicron shit a wave because the wave, so to speak of covid have been kind of defined by oh there's a spike in community transmission we take measures to lower community transmission and then at the end of that covid numbers go down so you tell me what the missing link is between 
that approach and the approach we're taking right now. We're not doing anything to minimize community transmission. This thing is going to tear through our entire population until we reach the people who literally have no contact with human beings. And then it will Mm -hmm. reach them. Oh, but also we have to worry about reinfection because even if you've had COVID, you're not immune to catching COVID again. And the really high level of exposure that everybody's getting, despite the vaccines, despite the, like, we're going to be seeing, this is not a wave. This is just reality until we have a Omicron vaccine. And maybe that one only lasts 10 weeks, just like the last vaccine. So every 10 weeks, we'll be taking a fucking Omicron vaccine because we won't stomp out fucking Omicron. It's going to tear through us over and over and over again. There's not going to be any sort of wave until we have a wave effect. Like the the up, the up is just going to go up. There's going to be a peak that is endless until there's a vaccine. And then maybe people will get the vaccine. But also it takes a while to ramp up. So while that happens, we're going to be seeing normal rates. But maybe we'll have another 10 weeks or a couple of months of normalcy before the next strain comes and tries to wipe us out again. Who the fuck knows? We're not really acting like we care whether or not society exists in 10 or 20 years right now. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I don't know. We were going to talk about personal responsibility. I just think that it's most valuable right now to blame the government because I don't think that you can blame business owners for trying to keep their lifeblood flowing Mm -hmm. if they're small business owners. And I don't really think that you can ask groups. So individuals, here is an important distinction. Okay. If I know somebody who's going and running these streets, I'm going to be like a real fucking cunt to them. Like I'm actually real life right now being a cunt to everybody I know in my family and friend circle who is not sitting the fuck down right now. I'm being really awful. Like they should block me, stop talking to me because I will, like once they catch COVID, I'm going to tell them like thoughts and prayers, T-H-O-T-S. <laughs> I'm going to be a fucking cunt about it for the rest of their fucking like, life. Like I told you. I told you so all every day, all day, like on their birthday, the cake says, you got COVID, I told you. Yeah. (laughs) And also, you're a bitch for putting everybody in, you're a fucking bitch for putting everybody in danger, you selfish piece of shit. (laughs) So interpersonally, I have the leverage to be able to do that because a lot of these people care about what I have to say. And also because I can administer punishments to them, for instance. I'm not seeing anybody who's going out right now. I'm not seeing anybody, period, end of story. But especially if I see pictures of you going out. Like, I've been quarantining from my own family for the last four days because they refuse to sit the fuck down, which means we don't get to have fun anymore. We don't get to have family dinner anymore. They don't get to see the dog as much. So I'm administering the punishment and also it's self-preservation, but it's also administering a fucking social punishment for not doing the right fucking thing. Because I have Mm -hmm. leverage there. I can do what I can to make people feel bad because they care about my opinion. But the rest of of American society is a little bit beyond my reach. Being Mm -hmm. like, people should stay at home on Twitter is not going to get people to stay at fucking home. You know? Yeah, I understand that. Um, And so whenever, and also, if you build it, they will come. So if the government says, it's fine if they're on a campaign of deliberately underselling the hell that we are in people are going to believe them that's how they've been raised to americans respect authority especially liberals like i don't really like that that's that sort of thinking like i don't i don't really 
I, I can't think of a better way. I don't really like it. I don't really like like the the people that I know pay attention that I know no thing like that that I know aren't like complete dipshits and they're still doing this thing like like I said I'm annoyed at them and I know it's not and I understand that's not like a useful thing but I'm human so I can I get pissed off sometimes uh and that's why I haven't said anything like I stopped saying things online I stopped saying like what the fuck are people doing you know like there is a like on my on my other show uh press start to continue start to continue.com i play uh video game remixes nerdcore hip-hop there is a festival called magfest it's the music and gaming festival it is a uh like a big basically geek music party a lot of the artists that i play go there Uh, a lot of the artists i play like meet up there and do collabs there and everything like that it's a great time they just had one earlier this month like on January 6th, the weekend of January 6th. And all these people were posting about like, yo, we're going to MAGFest. I'll see you at MAGFest. Yay, yay, yay. And I'm sitting here thinking like, I haven't left my house in a, in like a couple weeks and you're going on a plane. Like what? Ah, you know? And I think that, I think part of, part of how I'm feeling is because of my my personal situation like i am disabled like i can't leave the house that much i have made that choice because of my health so it's it kind of in my brain it kind of translates like okay so now you guys have the choice and you're not doing that and it's affecting like me because if i get covid i'm going to be completely fucked utterly utterly fucked so but I don't. I haven't. But with all the all all the artists, like I could, I could choose to just look at everybody that went to Magfest and just not play them and not give them any airtime, you know. But I'm not going to do that because some of them have contracts. Some of them contracted to play Magfest. Some of them, th- this is how they get money. Like they haven't. Nobody's been able to tour. A lot of nerdcore artists, they get all of their money from touring and band camp. And most of the, like, you can't tour anymore. So I get upset and I get annoyed. And if someone asks me, I will say I'm upset and annoyed, but I, I don't say anything anymore. And like the, like you said, like the government is saying, oh, it's fine, you know. So I'm not going to yeah. like just yell into the, into the wind, but when someone I know is saying I'm going to MAGFest and I, I say, well, remember to wear your mask for at least, you know, and I get kind of pissy about it, then <laughs> that's something that I can do, like like you said, like personally. But for the most part, like you can't, you can't control the wave of people that want to go out. You can't like stand in, in front of them, hold out your hand in front of a storm, you know? Yeah, exactly. I'm saying that. So I think I agree with you. I'm a little bit confused about what aspect of that you didn't like. Um, because um, I th- sorry, cause, I went off. I uh, went. Uh, I didn't like the that. Um, if if the government is saying that something isn't safe, then people just automatically believe it. I understand that 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 is like we're we're basically conditioned to trust the government. But when people I know that I know pay attention and i know understand that the government isn't the be all and end all 
mm-hmm. and they're still doing something that they know is dangerous because I know what they talk about, then I don't give them I don't give them as much leeway. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's it, it I like I it like we well I, I think that we there's that, a lot like, of I think that there's a lot of double think right now. Like mm. the people who I'm thinking about right now, I'm not going to mention who, um, but they they understand that the government is stupid and they're smart enough to know the, they're smart enough to know and process all of this information. They have more credentials to be able to do it. They've decided that they're not going to give a shit about it. They've just yeah. decided that maybe the government knows something that they don't or some shit. <laughs> Like it's like it's it's that brain dead though. Yeah, I don't want to stay inside of my house. So whatever the fuck I have to believe in order to make that happen, I'm gonna believe it because I don't give a shit. And so I'm talking to these people about. Lo- so I got linked an article from the from like the primary organization trying to get people to give a shit about um long COVID that literally listed all of the reasons why I'm afraid of getting fucking COVID, even if I don't literally die. And the one piece that got quoted out to me, like I wasn't about to read the fucking article, was, um, well, if you're vaccinated, you have a lower probability of getting COVID. And then you have a lower probability of getting um a severe case of COVID. So um, even though there's no connection between the severity of your COVID case and your ability to get long COVID, um, you have double protection there. Like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, are you fucking kidding me? In the same article, it talks about you don't want to catch COVID. COVID causes long haul. Up to a third of people, if not more, who catch COVID have long-term symptoms that will fuck them up. This is a big deal. It will impact our economic um productivity long term all of these things in the article the one part this person paid attention to was the part where they said you had quote unquote double protection because you had the fucking vaccine which lowers your ability to catch covid which by the way isn't it around 60% if you're boosted that's the level of protection you have against catching fucking covid at this point i honestly like it's i mean let's go back like it's a vaccine it's not a cure so the vaccine keeps you from contracting like heavy symptoms. Like if I get the flu vaccine, I don't not get the flu. My body just fights off the flu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I can still transmit it. Like the this is but yeah, like at this point, especially with this new strain and uh, like any other strains, uh that you are gonna be more symptomatic. Like like before it was like 90% you're gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna have to go to the hospital now it's like yeah like 80 60 percent but moreover it wasn't just that it like i i think that people understate the importance of its of the vaccine's original ability to stop delta from spreading because the the main benefit to getting a vaccine is still lowering community transmission But when you're talking about a more transmissible strain like Omicron, and then you pair that with the reduced uh, protection you get from the vaccine overall, and I don't really give a shit about hospitalizations. Like, you know, if we're talking about, what was it? Like at our low point, 1,000, 2,000, 10,000 cases a day, and a third of those people, like let's say like 1% of those people fucking die. Like, and we didn't have any vaccines available. That's bad. Well, now we have some vaccines and 60% and 
60% of those people won't develop really serious fucking cases, uh, cases of COVID. And now it's a million fucking people. Like, how? <laughs> so, quick math, quick math. Yeah. In what scenario are more people dying? In what scenario are more people catching long haul? We are in a worse situation than before the vaccine because of Omicron. And like, Oh, God, I fucking hate this. You know, I can't talk about this normally because it makes me really fucking angry. Yeah. Like, I'm actually just fucking mad all day, every day. This is my vent session. I was going to do another vent <laughs> session where I talked about this next. Yeah. So two weeks time, I'll get to the fucking Democratic Party because I still believe you should vote Democrat in 2022. But holy shit, they've chosen to... They've chosen violence. They're they're indistinguishable <laughs> from the Republican Party in every way except for the length of the list of people that they want dead. And that's still a reason to vote for them, because if they want one less person dead than the fucking Republicans, that's a reason to vote for them, believe it or not. But yeah. they they do they do like just don't give a shit if every disabled person dies, if every old person dies, if a uh, entire generation of youth is Children who catch fucking COVID are 50% you know, more uh, probable to catch fucking diabetes. They don't care if the I entire generation that, of Gen actually. Zers. What? Really? Yeah, I would push back. Like the the Republic, like the Republican Party does not care. Uh, absolutely. And in some ways, they're probably trying to like get everybody to get it. The Democrats, I think it's worse than not caring. It's that they they care a, like a little bit. And then that's it. It's like I think that they've abandoned it. I I, I I do think that they do like the Democrats do like care, but they don't. It's it's just that they they care so little that it's insulting. No, I don't think that they care anymore. Like, really? Biden's covid response, like his, some the copy that he's using, the messaging that he's using. I kept people out of their houses and at their jobs, even throughout waves and waves of covid. It's like that's not a good thing, you piece of shit. You old cunt. I, I, if I saw Biden on the street, oh boy, a dark corner. <laughs> he punched I would, man. I would do what he would do to Donald Trump. Uh, I would really whoop his ass. I fucking hate that man. This, like, the, the Democrats have abandoned us on the topic of, of COVID. They really I have. Just see Nick, like, walking down the streets. He, she sees an 80 year old man. <laughs> she goes at him. Yes, I would. I would definitely <laughs> fight Joe Biden. Jump that dude. <laughs> um, oh God, no, nope. Curb stomp. Here yep. you go. <laughs> yeah, it just it makes me so fucking angry. Yeah, but we've been abandoned on the topic of COVID. The reason why you vote for Democrats over Republicans is because Republicans want to change the schooling system to teach children a revisionist history of the United States, leading to a fascist. O uprising which will result in the death of all disabled people all black people all like everybody who's not like a white man will pretty much be dead or like pregnant barefoot and in the kitchen so that's that's the choice that we have genocide as a treat or fucking genocide but for real um and <laughs> it's really ugly but you still vote democrat in that situation every single fucking time yeah but it's also uh we're to the point where um i say i my feelings on this subject are things that i don't feel would be responsible to say on this podcast like i <laughs> i really i'm at the end of my rope <laughs> 
I mean, I mean, that's kind of the point of this episode is just we sometimes have vent episodes where we're just like, we're mad about this. We're going to talk about it. And I think that's just what this is. It's just we're both at the end of our rope, like for like, you know, obviously like our personal reasons, but there's nothing that we can really do other than use our little platform and try to tell people how we're feeling and at least let them know that uh, we're feeling this and and feeling the same way as they are. Okay, you wanna you wanna shill? <sighs> Fuck bitches, get money, pay us. <laughs> That's all I have in me. Just give us <laughs> give us your fucking money. <laughs> give us your fucking money. <laughs> this is a this is a hold up. <laughs> Somehow we're not going to, we're going to hold up the last part until you give us money. Give us money. Oh man. If you want to help support the show and help us, you know, through this tough time to make this show better, then you can go to coffee.com that's ko-fi.com slash say this cast uh, or you can become a patron uh, becoming a patron is patreon.com slash say this cast you can uh, go there are different levels and everything and if you do five dollars or up then you get the episode early and if you do ten dollars or up then you get extra episodes that we record about different stuff i think there's like 10 episodes up uh, mini episodes up um, if you'd like to enjoy them and like I said but, that is coffee.com slash say this cast and patreon.com slash say this cast uh, and thank you so much for your support and ironically pay us I'm trying to move out <laughs> yeah please, <laughs> please god I, I need to get the fuck up out of here please so yeah we're We've been kind of aggravated this this episode, and uh, things kind of suck in the world. But there are still some things that bring us happiness in some little way to help us just get through this horrifying era of our lives. So, Nicole, what's what what what's the small glimmer of thing that that you got? Mountain Blade to Banner Lord. Um, All right, it's a janky fucking game where you play a person and you raise an army and you kill motherfuckers and get money that's not actually how it is nor a good description of it um let me read the store page the horns sound the ravens gather an empire is torn by civil war beyond its border new kingdoms rise gird your sword don your armor summon your followers and ride forth to win glory on the battlefields of Calardia. Establish your hegemony and create a new world out of the ashes of the old. And I enjoy it because, um, well, I created a kingdom and all of the kingdoms have been fucking around forever. And my big contribution to the world in my head is it's like, so y'all keep on trying to unite the entire world under one banner by eliminating every other clan in existence and race of people. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pay everybody to join me and then you can keep <laughs> your settlements and your people can keep their lives and uh, we'll just be one country. So you stop fucking around. Although in 200 years when um, I was going to make some sort of 
comparison to the United States and trying to bring people with their own interests together and how yeah, I was kind of expecting yeah, that. So kind of eat itself. Um, but I don't necessarily agree with that. That's not mm. a bygone conclusion. Um, in my world, um, where I am a monarch, uh, I would be really super fucking nice to my people, right? Nya nya. <laughs> See, nya nya nya. Nya meow meow. I have no idea what's happening right now. You know the Japanese sound for like. A- the, the little sound that they uh what's the name of the thing um, a cat so the cat goes nya oh nya <laughs> nya so really I'm losing my mind. To the, the thing that makes you happy right now is is saying nya like a like a japanese cat nya nya that's it okay you can't um, see what my hands are doing but they are <clears throat> you're doing the the one paw raised like the lucky actually cat. both alternating mm. nya nya you are losing your mind, aren't you? I am. Okay, so my thing is Ace Vane. So he's a YouTuber, and he makes like and like voiceovers for um for animations like cartoons and stuff, and it is goddamn hilarious. Nicole, remember that cartoon that we shared the uh, the um conspiracy brother like talks to Goku? Yes, and I love that so much. That that he he is a part of that. Like he helped make that and he has his own YouTube channel and it is king. amazing. <laughs> uh it is absolutely it is not for kids whatsoever. Um constant dropping of the M bomb, but <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> It's uh like I've been watching and rewatching like he has a a series of quarantine videos where like all these superheroes are corn or he's using like young justice and and doing voiceovers and stuff he's actually had like some famous people doing voices on his videos and it just it's just uh so yeah i've been watching that a lot trying to and that's what's been keeping me sane a little bit so i will link him in the i will link one of his uh less uh nsfw videos in the description uh and everybody can can check that out so yeah just ace fane i'm surprised that you didn't uh that you haven't seen any more of his stuff like after like you said you loved it so much like i i just like followed like i i did follow the account um Mm -hmm. my uh viewing patterns on shows are watch the same thing over and over again or watch things that i hate oh (laughs) like riverdale watched Almost every episode of Riverdale. Oh my god! Wow, you're not kidding. I hate myself. <laughs> um, you should. Anyways, that is um, the, that is a proper response for thinking about watching Riverdale. <laughs> yeah. So here is a bonus um, thing that I really enjoy. Well, you were okay. telling us about um, your thing. Mm-hmm. I had a fat fucking taquito, and it was delicious. Nice. Eat some good food while you're stuck at home. Hopefully. To all of you. Yeah. And to all of you, a good night. <laughs> so thanks, everybody, for listening to I Should Have to Say This. We put our episodes out every two weeks. Uh, and you can find all of them at saythiscast.com. If you want to email us, you can email us at saythiscast at gmail.com. You can uh, follow us on Twitter and DM us at saythiscast there. And... uh yeah, if you want to uh, follow us on YouTube as well, that would be really great. Uh, we put our uh, episodes up there. Um, 
actually have to catch up, but that's okay. Uh, our theme song is called Katamari Taino, and that is by The One-Ups. And if you would like to know more about that, then you can go to store.mustinenterprises.com. That's M-E-S-T-I-N. Uh, speaking of Mustin, he was going to go to MAGFest and decided not to. So King! <laughs> we love you, Mustin! King! <laughs> <laughs> so there you go so um yeah thanks everybody for listening and i should have to say this is a member of the planet side podcast network to learn more go to planetsidepodcasts.com god like you like people that are are like in their 20s and even like getting into their 30s now the your your childhood has been stolen multiple times like with economic crises political crises health related stuff like there it's just anybody that's had their formative years in the last 20 years has been completely fucked over i think about that sometimes like i am incredibly lucky that i just missed that that bullshit and i and I'm incredibly lucky that I got to have a childhood. Yeah. But my adult youth, like the time of my life when I'm supposed to be running around, exploring, enjoying the time before I settled down, that got stolen from me. And I'm going to die really mad about it. Like, <laughs> it, whether that's today or in 30 years, I'm going to die really fucking mad about it. And like, I'm not going to be a good person after this. Like, I don't have it in me to be a good person. Everybody who got in the way of me in this is my fucking enemy. And I will crush you. If I have the ability to, I will fuck you up. If I was a parking attendant right now, I would pretend like there is nothing to do. If I knew, if I saw you come in and then you came to me and you said, well, like you saw me come in and I don't have my fucking parking ticket and, uh, and I, and I, and I just need to go. And I would be like the maximum penalty. But you literally saw you said hello. Fucking done. Uh-huh. The maximum penalty, motherfucker. You're I don't have it in me done. anymore. Everybody can go oh fuck themselves. <laughs> and that's the episode. Yep, that is. <laughs>